Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prep Life Podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger. And today I have the special privilege of introducing newly crowned IFBB professional Janine Priest. Welcome to the show, Janine. Oh, thank you so much. And I'm honored to be um, interviewed. Thank you so much. Yeah. So I just wanted to share with the audience that I actually met you last week, as weird as that sounds. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was our first introduction. But we had met backstage in Orlando at Masters Nationals. And I just, I was cheering for you so loud. I don't know if you heard me. (laughs) (laughs) The person next to me was cheering for you, too. And she's like, oh, do you know her? And I was like, I just met her backstage like a couple (laughs) minutes ago. But I'm like, she just won her pro card. This is amazing. So um, (laughs) tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? How old are you? What do you do for a living? Well, I am from Reno, Nevada, and I am 58 years old. And I am a registered nurse. Um, Oh, gosh, I've been a nurse for... (laughs) 30 years, and I'm still um, practicing part-time. I do uh, what's health and wellness at one of our regional, our main regional hospital. Um, I do the health and wellness. We do flu shots. We do health fairs, and um, it's just a, a, a great job. I, I love my job. And you're just the picture of health, so you just walk the walk, oh. don't you? <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I try. (laughs) That's awesome. So can you tell us what got you into the competition world or what got you interested? Well, there again, it had to do with my health fair. (laughs) I was actually at a health fair and I was giving flu shots. And um, my um, mentor, uh, Mimi Strickler, who is also an IFBB pro um, in figure, she's recently transitioned over to bikini. I was giving her a flu shot, and I thought she looked amazing, and um, I, I, my background is I was a long-distance runner, so I was very thin. Um, I thought I was very fit, but um, when I um, met her, she gave me her card. She just opened up a brand-new gym in Reno, Nevada called um, UFC, and I thought, what the heck? I may as well give it a shot since all I do is run, <laughs> and um uh, she signed me up with a trainer, and from there on, um, he was an amazing trainer, but he was also a long-distance runner trainer, and um, which is kind of ironic. I couldn't even do a sit-up, <laughs> and I thought I was really fit. I mean, give me six or seven miles, I can run, but I was what you would call skinny fat. Okay. So, um, yeah, from then on, I uh, met his her um, husband, Dave Strickler, who is um, – the coach for team absolute physique which i am now on and uh that was i started my first uh show with him and the rest is history okay yeah they were at the show they're at the tahoe show um coaching lexus redmond correct so i saw them there okay very cool yeah um so you've been with them for how long how long have you been training for competitions um, I started in 2018, October. Um, it was a local show, Best in the West. And Dave had me do just a six-week prep because I just started. And um, I actually got 50. I did 45-plus and 50-plus, and I got first place in both of those. 
Great. And I dabbled in the open sea, and I got third place with oh, all wow. the young young girls. Wow. Um, yeah. So that was my first show. That was amazing. And from then on, I got I got kind of hooked. And then I did another one in April of 2019. And um, let me see. That was uh, let's see. That oh, what was that? That was oh um, oh, I can't even remember offhand. Another um, regional competition? That, no, it, yeah, it was pretty local. It mm-hmm. was, um, I got, it was in 35 plus, and I got fourth place and third place in 45 plus. Mm-hmm. And then I just figured, my coach was like, yeah, let's just stay in the in your lane in Masters. And I'm like, yeah, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did, in uh, 2019, I did the Tahoe show. Oh, okay. And I got first place in 45 and uh, third in 35. So I, that was um, that was a really awesome show. And just in November, I guess it was, no, uh, Sacramento Championships in July of 2019. I um, did the Sacramento uh, Championships. And that one, I got 50, at 50 plus I got first. And then I got the overall. Oh, wow. And then I got first in 45 plus. So then um, my last show was NorCal. And I, so I've only done, let's see, well, five shows. NorCal, I got, I got 50. It was Masters Bikini also, um, 50 plus, And I got uh, first place there too. <laughs> and um, in the 45 plus, I got second. And then we decided uh, to possibly do a national show. And my national show was just a couple weeks ago in Orlando. So that and was your first national show, and you won your program. That was my first national show, yes. And which I did not mention, you won the overall. <laughs> I Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very surreal. I mean, it's all been, it's been amazing. I mean... Uh, it was the best experience of my life, I have to say. I mean, all the women were amazing, and I just, I just love the masters. It's just the whole group of women are just always so supportive. It's just, it's wonderful. Yeah, just wonderful. So we all know that that show got rescheduled because it's always the oh, yeah. second weekend of July. Um, mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh, and so it got, also got moved to Orlando. Thank goodness it wasn't in a tent or anything. It was actually in a really nice venue. Um, so tell us about how you dealt with that change. Um, you It sounds like you decided at the end of 2019 that you were going to hit the national stage this year. Is that correct? Yes. Was I hearing that correctly? Yeah, um, yeah like you said, um, I was going to do the – the national one when it was scheduled in July mm-hmm. and then of course obviously it got moved and then I believe NorCal I think that was one of the first ones in Sacramento oh, that's that true. opened okay and my coach thought well what the heck let's do a warm-up show before October so I decided okay. yeah that's probably a good idea since I haven't done one in a while so that was um, a really good venue um, it's very strict due to COVID and everything um, mm-hmm. they did an amazing amazing job um so yeah, that was a that was a good experience too. Yeah, that was and one was of the a good first warm-up. ones that just mm-hmm. opened up. I think that was like one of the first pro bikini shows, and um, 
yeah i heard ashlyn brown talking about how you had like little boxes that you had to stand inside of <laughs> like yeah. little squares yeah. and then you had to wear masks on stage at that one or no or did you just have to have no. them around your wrist yeah, we had to have them around our wrist, and as soon okay. as you got off that stage, and even in like the warm-up room, they were in there telling us, you need to keep those on, or else we're going to have to shut down, and we're all like, mm -hmm. okay, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was very strict, but it I believe it all went off very well. So, how was it prepping during COVID and the lockdown? What did things look like for you? Well, um... I did do, I still did my cardio and I, I, we have a, I have a little home gym at home and, um, you know, I, you, you did what you could do with the bands and whatever, but then our gym opened up. We were lucky. Um, I believe our gym opened up in June. Um, so we were able to go in there and our gym's never super duper busy. And my coach, you know, made it a priority for the, our team to have, um, have the gym um, to work out. And um, so that was really, really nice. I was very fortunate in that aspect. Okay. So he's got his own training facility right there local for you. Yes. Yeah. He wow. owns okay. the UFC gym. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's really nice. Okay. Yeah. So in terms of how did, I mean, did you feel like anything about your life since you're a nurse, like did anything change or did you just feel like it was pretty much business as usual, just trying to utilize what you had there? And, um, or did you, were you able to, um, like adapt pretty well? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, I feel like, uh, you know, unfortunately, um, it was in March, I was doing what's called a government, um, auditing for our main hospital and we all got laid off and they just had the core staff going. Um, so I was able to focus more on just working out at home or when the gym opened, um, I was still, you know, um, able to do that, which, um, helped me. And like I said, I was always, I've always, I've always been, um, kind of a health nut. I love my cardio. I know that sounds strange, <laughs> but I've like, like I said, I've always been a runner and that was one thing my coach did take away from me because I was basically running off everything. So I would do steady state, um, get out and just, that would be my, my therapy, just getting out and walking in the hills and doing my cardio, that kind of stuff too, which to me, um, gave me a real good peace of mind throughout all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. So did you just kind of like focus on steps since when you say he took out your cardio, uh, were you just kind of like doing some restorative walks? instead yeah yeah trying to keep my heart rate below like 125 130 um just so I wouldn't burn off any muscle and then of course I was I wasn't really on a meal plan at that time just eating mindfully okay. um th those kind of things right um because we didn't know you know as far as shows were so up in the air at that time um I was always just trying to eat mindfully um I was always on a, on a calorie excess because of um, I always have a tendency to not maintain my weight I actually lose weight so I was always trying to increase my calories and and try to keep my weight on and um, and build muscle now when you say that do you when did you transition over do you do macros do you um, when did you start tracking do you do meal plan um, all that usually my coach he, he usually with me um, 
I've all, like I said, I always try to do mindful eating. But usually if I'm going into a show, he always puts me on my meal plan about six weeks ahead because okay. he pretty much knows my body. He, he doesn't feel like I need to have a, a, a long meal, uh, meal plan mm-hmm. um, prior to. Uh, he doesn't even um, cut my sodium or my water coming into um, peak week. So I pretty much stay steady. Um, he adds a few things, takes away a few things. So I stick with mostly a meal plan, not macros. Are there particular things that get taken away, and is there a certain reasoning behind that? Um, no. I mean, he will. Con- I mean, he. I'm on at least. Oh gosh, probably 2,500 calories. Oh wow. On a, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm on a lot. Um, sometimes he'll add extra fat, like some walnuts and stuff like that, or some yogurt to my eggs in the morning. Those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but pretty much, you know, the the same with the chicken and the rice. I was on a lot of, because um, that's a meal plan, Some there was one time where I was on six ounces of protein, <laughs> which was a lot to ingest, and it's hard to, you know, eat clean with all that food. Mm-hmm. So I would supplement with my protein powders, um, not protein um, um, bars, but mostly my protein powders, clean protein powders with almond milk to get in enough protein and enough calories to sustain me. Okay. Okay. And are you more of like a, a high carb person with your ratios? Um, yeah, I would say I'm, I'm pretty even high carb and protein. Um, he had me on a lot of protein, um, and probably about 160 to 180 grams of protein. Mm -hmm. So a lot of protein. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, in terms of your, like, does he ever implement refeeds and carb cycling just to keep you full or um I mean does he just pretty much do like the intuitive eating and then just more like keeping you at 2500 throughout and consistently for those six weeks oh no I'm definitely on a meal plan he definitely gives me how you know proportion wise um ounces um you know it's definitely um a meal plan with portions, like a third a cup of rice with each meal. Um, he may add some walnuts, my my oatmeal and my blueberry. It's very ear um, measured, but you, okay. you know it's somewhat kind of like with the macros. You can you can um, change out your diet as far as you're meeting the calorie calories um, for chicken or fish or chicken. I mean um, those kind of things. So I I I do try to stay very much on a, on his meal plan. Definitely. Okay. okay. Yeah. And it sounds like it's a very short term thing. So. Um, Correct. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What for are, me, yes. Yeah. <laughs> only six weeks. That's crazy. Um, in terms of you had said that you're obviously unique um, in the fact that you have a hard time maintaining your muscle. Is there anything specific about your training other than not doing any cardio that you've found that helps you keep mass on in terms of your programming for your weights well i i do do believe that um dropping my running um and just doing the steady state cardio has helped me um magnitude wise i mean because like i said i would be i would run six miles and burn off everything so doing that and um making sure that i'm not overtraining 
we um, he has us do specific days of which we train, and and of course I just do the steady state. I don't even do hit. I just try to do my my steady state to maintain my um, calories and you know not burn off my muscle, <laughs> maintain my muscle. Yeah. So you mentioned that you had a a personal trainer at first that was a a running coach or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do your workouts on your own? Um, since it's in his facility, how does that work? Do they give you guidance uh, or do one-on-ones? Well, uh, fortunately, you know, I have um, my tra- my trainer, my coach there on almost on a daily basis if I'm there at the same time he is okay. training. Um, mm-hmm. I'm always able to ask him questions, and I do train with him every week. I still train legs with him, so that to okay. me is very beneficial because – that helps push me, and I feel like that's kind of my lagging, lagging part. I really need um, um, the help with the legs. So, yeah, that's, that I feel like I'm very fortunate because he's there most of the time when I'm there. And um, so we can go over things or if I have any questions. So that's really beneficial, I think. Awesome. So is there anything that you have learned about yourself um, going through the – the prep life, living the prep life that you feel like, um, has added value to your life. What, what are some things that you love about living the prep life? Oh my gosh. Um, geez, that's a great question. Um, I, I just, I love the physical aspect of working out and I love how it makes me feel. Um, um, obviously being a, like I said, being a runner, I used to love, you know, going out and you know about the runner high, and I, I I love that too, but I feel like my body, my transformation has been twofold since um, I started bodybuilding, and you know the combination of both, the physical and the bodybuilding, um, weightlifting is just it has transformed me considerable. Um, also, I um, that would be probably the first thing that I love so much. The second is um, I love the camaraderie of my teammates and the support we provide each other. That, that to me, is it's kind of like a really nice avenue to get out and see your teammates. And you know that both you have the same goals. Um, we're always very supportive of each other, and I think that is a, that is a big plus. What types of um, activities do you guys do to interact and encourage each other? Well, oftentimes we're all there at the gym. Maybe sometimes we'll get in trouble because we talk too much. A <laughs> <laughs> coach might be saying, come on now, let's get serious. Um, those kind of things. And then we also, we go to shows together um, and uh, those kind of things. It, it's just, it's, we're just very supportive of each other. And I, I think that that makes a really great team. Yeah. Um, um, let's see. Um, also, um, also, I guess this is another one too, knowing that I'm of a more mature age. Um, it's kind of nice that I'm inspiring others. And I also feel that I feel like I always let everyone know that if you want to achieve it, your goal, you can put your mind to it. It doesn't matter how old you are. I mean, I'm 58 years old. I mean, I never in my in my life thought I would ever be doing this. But it has um, the self-esteem and the, the confidence that it's given me is unbelievable. Because 
I was just like one of those skinny girls. People would look at and like, do you eat? And I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of neat to see um, people just kind of say, wow, you're an inspiration. And I'm thinking, wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And um, you started competing at 56, if I'm doing the math right? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. Yeah, it, it, it is. Like I said, it's pretty surreal. And, you know, another another thing that's really kind of awesome about the prep life is that when I started this, I have um, three children. I have um, I have an older daughter who's um, 21, and then I have twins that are 20. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And when I started, you know, my oldest daughter and my youngest daughter would be like, Mom, why are you doing this? Why do you have to be judged, you know, for your body? Uh-huh. Um, why don't you do it for yourself? And I'm like, you know what? I am. I am doing it. And now they think it's the coolest thing ever, especially my son, actually. He thought, thinks it's pretty pretty awesome. Aw, that's, so that's so great. Yeah. So yeah. they're fraternal so, twins, I assume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Okay. laughs> they're not identical. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard but, two, two daughters, that, so I figured put, yeah. put that together. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's great. And so how do they um, – do they live at home and how does that interaction go? Well, actually they are all moved out now. They okay. all, um, my oldest just graduated from our local university, UNR. Mm-hmm. And my two twins are still juniors at UNR. And, um, okay. my youngest daughter is following pursuit, uh, going into nurse. She just got into the nursing school there, which is very good nursing school. Nice. Um, so yeah, so yeah, they, they think it's really, really cool now and they, they love seeing mom look healthy and that's, that's really, to me, that means the world. So do me. the, has any of that like rubbed off on how does your husband support your lifestyle and how does he deal with that? Oh, this uh, totally the same. I mean, he's, he's, you know, he, he definitely, um, has seen a change in me and um he knows that this is um something that I love and um there's a lot of things that um I still love in in conjunction I mean I still believe it or not I still like to go hunting I still hike I still fish I still ski um but to me right now this is kind of my priority right now and they know that they support it and that's that to me is wonderful so do you it sounds like you I mean you can eat intuitively so it probably doesn't hamper um like in terms of food in the house like with him or like going out to eat and things like that um no yeah because you you can pretty much if you're eating intuitively kind of be a little bit more relaxed than most yeah <laughs> in prep. I mean I I I I cook, I love to cook and I I love to bake, but um, I do try to cook healthy. Um, I, I never go overboard. Um, and as far as like um, reverse dieting, um, I just kind of go back to doing my thing. I don't. I've never been one that goes overboard. So, mm-hmm. um, I I fortunately I'm I've just always you know I feel like I eat what I want in moderation and I'm satisfied. I don't, you know, I don't have to um, (laughs) go all out, so to speak. Yeah. So when you, I mean, did you, was your husband down there when you won your pro card? 
Was he there? Um, no, okay. no. Um, he's older than me, and of course, with COVID and everything, um, you know, those kind of things. Kind of like he, no, he didn't come because of the COVID. So, okay. Yeah, I just wondered if you um, like had a post show celebration, or um, did you take some time well, I, to do any of that? <laughs> Well, I, I did with my, my teammate. She, um, uh, I have a, a, we had a, my wonderful teammate that was with me, um, and she did very well too. We um, roomed together and we had the time of our life. And then my coach came, which was really terrific. And we went out afterwards and had a wonderful dinner and celebrated. And um, yeah, it was great. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so let's re- rewind a little bit and let's go okay. into how your peak week looks. So you had said that he doesn't cut water or sodium. Um, is there anything else unique about your peaking methods that you utilize? No, I do go right in with my meals, the same meals that I've been eating prior to. Um, he does not decrease my sodium. He does like us to, to start doing like single source nutrition so we don't add a lot of, um, you know, um, sauces that are sugar free. Try to stay pretty um, clean. Mm-hmm. Um, no water. Um, as far as sodium, you know, we we can have sodium, but not a whole lot. And then, of course, we do the carb loading the night before with the rice and the rice in the morning, those types of things. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's worked for me. Um, I do have a problem sometimes with bloating, so I do have to watch that. Um, and I think taking away those um, the fake sugars and all that stuff kind of helps me better. Okay. So closer to peak week, do you pull out? You had mentioned that you had to supplement with like protein powders and yogurt. Do you take some of that stuff out and? Um, um, no, actually, I I continue with my protein powders just because okay. I need those extra calories and because he has me on so much, you know, my my um, ounces of protein are earning from four to six ounces, and then he has me up to um, a third a cup of rice, and then he doubles that. So it's a lot of food. <laughs> to yeah. Take in. So, so is that yeah. where you run into trouble with the bloating that you're just not able yeah. to break down the whole foods? So maybe yeah. actually the mm-hmm. the more processed mm-hmm. protein probably helps then. Okay. Correct. Yeah, Correct. everybody's Correct. unique, you know. Um, yeah, absolutely. You, yeah. So did you get a chance to talk with Sandy after the show and get some feedback from her? I did. I um, didn't talk to her personally, but as soon as I got back, I did email her and asked for feedback. And um, she did say, of course, um, that – as far as my hair and the suit, et cetera, and all that stuff was good, but I needed more volume. And I, I, I can see, I, I, that's always my, it's always my feedback, <laughs> more volume. <laughs> okay. All right. So what are you guys going to do with that feedback? You and your coach, what's the plan? Well, obviously, um, try to put on more size. I'd like to get more of my glute hamstring tie-ins. Um, she did, um, compare me with another competitor which I can see um the the comparison which is which is pretty obvious um I think too also is uh working on more of my posing I think a lot of times um 
posing has so much to do with how you display your physique. And I think um, the twisting, I have to work more on that um, just to get that more of that glute pop, shall you say, um, those kind of things. I That's where I really need to work on a lot. And then, of course, um, continue to work on the glute hamstring tie-ins with my leg days. What do you do for your posing? What's your routine on how often you practice? When do you practice? Um, do you have posing classes at the gym with other girls? Or are you? do you have a posing coach specifically? How does that work? Um, yes. Actually, um, we have two posing coaches with our, my team. One of them was, is Hope Harper. And she oh, was yeah. my original. Um, she's my posing um, coach. Okay. And I posed with Lexi, uh, Lexis Redman, yeah. once. Yeah, I met both of them. And in they're both amazing. Yes. So, yeah. Great so, presence. Oh, absolutely. So, again, there I have to start working. Um, obviously, I'm so, I feel like I'm still so new to this. I'm kind of raw. Um, becoming a pro, you know, the whole posing routine is different. So, mm-hmm. I have to get on that right away with my coaches to start um, getting in a posing routine. Sure. So how often did you practice by yourself? And then how often would you take lessons from Hope or Alexis? Um, we do, when we're getting close to a show, my coach always has the team do like a Sunday posing um, um, get together, mm-hmm. and it, which is extremely beneficial. Um, I'm always like hitting poses, like when I'm working out in the gym, and then when I get close to like um, my my competition, I'm really um, take my heels into the gym, and because we have mirrors all over, and we have an area where we can pose, so which is really nice. So yeah, as much as possible um, after I work out, I go do posing for about 15, 20 minutes, maybe half an hour, um, that type of stuff. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, when do you have a a path then for your pro debut? Have you guys talked about that? Well, um, that interesting that you say that. Um, I we actually talked about it, but I believe that the shows haven't come out for twenty twenty one. Right. So I don't really know um, what the schedule is going to be like. Um, I'd like to do one sooner than later because um, I feel like I'm not getting younger. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so and obviously, yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in my own lane. I'm gonna probably just do masters, you know, okay. stay with the masters. Yeah, I believe NorCal has a masters, doesn't it? A I think so. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I think. Um, I think the one that has like the biggest payout is actually the one that coincides with North Americans. Um, the athlete that won the 55, she won huh. first in all of them, like except for I think 35, she got like second. Oh wow! Um, so oh, she wow. crossed over in 55, 50, 45, 40, and then got second. Oh. So, I mean, she walked away with like eight grand. Just. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She was dead center and she was over 55. I don't know how old she was, but oh, she looked often super young. Um, but yeah, I know that's a good one. The one that Gary Udit promotes, um, that coincides with North Americans. That's when, that's a good cash prize one for a master's competitors yeah. just because you can cross over in so many 
um, yeah. traditions at your age, you can do all of them. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm very much looking forward to um, doing a pro debut. I'm really, really excited. But like I said, I have to get that prosing routine down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now you have a, a minute and a half. I wouldn't, you know, I, Ugh. after working with Chris on hers, we decided that, you know, less is more sometimes and you know, yeah. about 45 seconds, I think is like a good yeah. salad routine. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that'll yeah. be exciting. Um, yeah, you got a little bit of practice walking to the back curtain, right? In the overall. Yeah, yeah I did a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> did I you, did. um, d- had you practiced that prior to, were you expecting? Yeah, we practiced that. Okay. Yes, we do. Okay. Yeah, we do. And, and the turn around and get back to those judges and mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, we we do we go over all that, and I'm fortunate that I have great posing coaches. So yeah. So what will Definitely. you do with your pro status? Will you be uh, similar to them, where you're an IFBB posing coach as well, or will you continue to just kind of do nursing and then also just compete yourself as an athlete? Um, I probably, like I said, um, right now I'm already back to work because it's uh, that time of year, flu season. Uh And, Uh um, so yeah, I dabbled right back into working, um, um, doing my wellness and my flu shots. And just, uh, like I said, I'm going to focus on trying to get that volume that Sandy, um, told me I should do and working on a routine and for seeing what what um, shows are going to come in 2021, and um, whatever my coach needs, um, I have been helping um, some some girls that are coming into our um, into our uh, team um, with posing a little bit here and there, tweaking a little bit. Um, I'm not by any means any pro as far as posing, but um, I've I've learned a lot in the last three years, so. Yeah, I mean, I think my coach really appreciates that I do help that with the posing. Good. Can you give us your thoughts on whether or not you do like a waist trainer, if you use a weight belt, or you do ab vacuums? Um, Actually, I am very diligent with my waist trainer. Um, I do wear a belt when I'm working out, and then I do have a squeeze-me-skinny um a waist belt that I wear I tried to be really consistent with it so yeah I do wear my waist trainer definitely and it does help how many hours do you wear a day oh my gosh I can go anywhere from six to eight hours (laughs) okay and do you uh, what is how have you seen it impact your waist measurement have you noticed what your waist has changed from Oh, yeah. I think I was like, oh, gosh, I think I was like a 26. Now I'm down to like 24. And I really, um, really helps your taper. Of course, that was one thing after um, NorCal um, to build more of my back. And so I've been doing my coach did add another back and shoulder day for me. So Mm -hmm. I think it helps with the taper also. Yeah. Yeah. So Um, what are how many days a week do you train? Do you do six or? Uh, six. Yeah. Six. Okay. So mm-hmm. is it three yeah. lower body and then three upper? Uh, well, uh, Mondays I usually do the back and buys. Tuesday I do legs, Wednesdays, shoulders, 
Thursday's kind of a just a cardio day, and then Friday I do um, a combo, and then Saturday I do um, back and shoulders again. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah. is there anything that um, I haven't asked you that you just um, wanted to share that you thought would be valuable to our listeners um, in terms of your your training methods or um, maybe you want to just go ahead and give competitors some advice on what they they should um, some words of wisdom from you well I, I like again I feel like um, you're never too old to start something um, that will truly make you feel um, have some self-worth and I feel like that this the bodybuilding world has um, so many aspects to it. I think that, um, I think with self-esteem, I think it helps altered body image. Um, I, I just feel like if, if I can do it, anybody can do it. I mean, it doesn't matter what age you are. And it just goes to show, um, this past week, this past couple weekends ago in Orlando, all of these women are amazing and, um, all, they're all of mature age. And the nice thing about it is that we're all there for the same goal and cheering each other on was, is amazing. And I just feel like the camaraderie and we're all there for one, one goal. And that's just to, to, to have more self-esteem and to achieve what we've worked hard for. And I just feel that, that that is very special and I am so grateful yeah, so let's talk really quick if you can just kind of actually direct this to our master's ladies and those that are mm-hmm. more mature. I know there's like different types of um, obstacles that we need to overcome uh, as we mature with age. You've had twins, so I don't, I mean, I know my sister's had twins as well and that <laughs> twin skin. Uh, I know a lot of my master's ladies kind of struggle with like tightness in their skin. Are there any tricks or mm-hmm. Anything that you have advice-wise for, um, you know, the more mature population, like what are some things that you do specifically that maybe, you know, like a first-time competitor that's in their 20s doesn't have to deal with? (laughs) Well, um, there again, I I was fortunate. Like I said, I've always been an athlete. I don't know how much that um, really um, enhances um, the skin quality and the elasticity. Um, but after I had my twins, um, I never got stretch marks, which was fortunate. I do. However, um, I, I still to this very day, I've always, I always put lotion all over my body. I use the lipoxyderm. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I do use that. Um, whenever I do uh, my cardio, I do my sweet sweat band. Um, I've just, I've never had any stretch marks. I just feel like, and, and, and there again, I think a lot of it has to do with um, your nutrition and, and genetics. Obviously, genetics plays a role. Um, genetics and, um, oh, let's see. What's, um, I, just, I just feel like I'm, I'm fortunate. I, I do not have the stretch marks. Um, but there again, I think with... Um, the proper exercise, you know, nobody's perfect. Everybody is so different and unique. And, um, I think 
sometimes you just have to, you know, those kind of things you just can't get rid of, and so be it. I mean, I think I think everybody, nobody's perfect, and uh, nobody tries to be perfect. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you coming on, and I know that our listeners were able to get lots of nuggets Aww. of wisdom from you. <laughs> so thank you so much. And if they were thank to you. want to reach out to you, and thank you for coming on today, or um, maybe they have a question for you, um, where can they find you? Um, I am on Instagram at Janine Priest underscore IFBB Pro. Um, I also have a Facebook page, which is um, Janina Bean, <laughs> Janine mm-hmm. Priest. Um, yeah, so either one of those, I'm also, I'm on both of those. And my um, team is uh, Team Absolute Physique. And my coach is Dave Strickler. And that's it. <laughs> that's, awesome. That's, awesome. Well, yeah. thank you so much. Um, I will be thank sure you, to put Amy. all of that in the show notes. And uh This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Enger, signing off. Thanks for listening, guys.